It's Saturday, June 4th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. U.S. job growth cooled slightly in May, adding to signs the economy is starting to lose steam. Employers added 390,000 jobs last month, an increase but down from a gain of 436,000 in April and below the monthly average pace of growth last year, the Labor Department reported Friday. The unemployment rate held at 3.6% in May, close to the half-century low level it reached in 2020 before the COVID-19 pandemic sent the economy into a deep but short recession. About 330,000 people joined the labor force, but the participation rate remained below pre-pandemic levels. The report follows other indications that the economy remains strong, but its momentum is slipping in some sectors. Annual wage gains slowed in May. Existing home sales were down 5.9% in April from the previous year. Consumer spending in April grew at its slowest pace this year, and a measure of output in the service sector rose more slowly in May than in April. Around the world, Kyiv said on Saturday Moscow had reinforced its troops around Severodonetsk and attempted to cut off Ukraine's access to the industrial city, the focus of a Russian offensive to take the eastern Donbas region. Serhii Gaidai, governor of Luhansk province, said Russian forces were blowing up bridges across the Siversky Donetsk River to prevent Ukraine bringing in military reinforcements and delivering aid to civilians in Severodonetsk. Since being driven back from the capital Kyiv, Russia has launched a massive assault in Luhansk and Donetsk, two provinces that make up the eastern Donbas region. For both sides, the fighting in the east in recent weeks has been one of the deadliest phases of the war, with Ukraine saying it is losing 60 to 100 soldiers every day. Ukraine's military said on Saturday Russia had used artillery to conduct assault operations in Severodonetsk, but Russian forces retreated and Ukrainian troops are holding position inside the city around 90 miles from the Russian border. Back in the U.S., a tropical storm forming in the Gulf of Mexico is expected to bring heavy rain to central and southern Florida throughout the weekend as it crosses the state's peninsula. The weather system has maximum sustained winds near 40 miles an hour and is expected to develop a well-defined center according to the National Weather Service. Meteorologists expect the storm will drop heavy rain on Cuba and the Bahamas as well. The storm gathering in the Gulf of Mexico follows Hurricane Agatha, which formed in the Pacific and struck southwestern Mexico on Monday, bringing flooding and mudslides. There is also an isolated tornado threat for parts of Florida into Saturday, according to National Hurricane Center hurricane specialist Andy Lotto. In other news, former hedge fund executive David McCormick conceded Friday in Pennsylvania's Republican Senate primary. The May 17th race, in which Mr. McCormick had been trailing celebrity Dr. Mehmet Oz by roughly 1,000 votes, had been too close to call, according to the Associated Press. We came so close to the goal by the slimmest of margins, Mr. McCormick said in front of supporters. He said it had become clear since the primary night that Dr. Oz's margin was insurmountable and said he called Dr. Oz to congratulate him. He has my full support, Mr. McCormick said. Dr. Oz, who was endorsed by former President Donald Trump, said in a statement that he and Mr. McCormick shared the goal of beating the Democratic nominee, Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman, this fall. And, President Joe Biden said Friday he hasn't changed his views on human rights, 
despite his administration's praise of Saudi Arabia for getting key oil producers to step up production. As a presidential candidate, Biden had pledged to make the kingdom a pariah over its abuses. Biden said he wasn't sure whether he was going to Saudi Arabia and has no direct plans at the moment to visit the kingdom. He acknowledged he expects to meet with the leaders of Israel and some Arab countries, including Saudi Arabia, at some point. The comments come as the White House has sounded more definitive about the trip. A person familiar with White House planning said Biden has decided to visit Saudi Arabia as well as Israel, likely adding the stops to an already scheduled trip to Europe this month. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com.